it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. You know what that means. Time for another SmackDown study. It is your SmackDown study for June 11th, 2021. My God. What a show. Good show tonight. As always, SmackDown always riding high. Tonight, definitely no different. Starts out hot, ends hot. It's... We steamrolled our way to hell in a cell. And boy, boy, oh boy, do we have a busy weekend. We have SmackDown tonight. You got Against All Odds for Impact tomorrow. And then NXT in your house on Sunday. Whew. It's a good weekend. I hope you all are ready. Let's jump right into this show. So. SmackDown, as always, <laughs> seems to always like to kick off with a little bit of the Tribal Chief. Our head of the table, the Universal Champion himself, Roman Reigns, sitting in his suite with Paul Heyman and the right-hand man himself, Jey Us. And basically, we just starting off, same old, same old. Roman talking about how he wants to know what's going on. Says he's trying to do the best for the family. And trying to figure out what Jimmy's up to. Well, Jimmy hitting the ring. First thing he does. Basically saying that Roman's just jealous. Jealous of what the Usos have. And that he got them DQ'd last week on purpose. Now, that seemed to be a surprise to almost nobody. <laughs> but it's getting to the point that I think Jade's a little tired of being in the middle of this. So I'm not sure what's going on. But. We'll, uh, we'll get some answers, and we'll even get some more questions as the show rolls on. But Jimmy said that he's going to do something tonight that you know he's not going to regret. So I'm like, all right, well, that's a veiled threat if I ever saw one. But we move on. We go to our in-ring action. Kicks off the night's tag team action as Kevin Owens and Big E able to put their differences aside, take on Sami Zayn and the Intercontinental Champion of 
hollow. And man, can these four wrestle a lot more often together? <laughs> this match was outstanding. Um, KO gets the win for the team, gets a stunner on Sammy. And then Apollo gets on the mic and starts yelling at both KO and, and Biggie saying how, you know, he shouldn't, they shouldn't be celebrating a win because they didn't beat Apollo. And the other reason why they lost because Apollo was saddled with a loser named Sami Zayn. I'm just like, oh man, he's bearing his own partner. This is, this is perfect heel talk right here. So Apollo challenges both KO and Biggie to run it back next week, except his tag partner is going to be none other than Commander Aziz himself. That's right, folks. Those of you who miss and loved Raw Underground, Dabakato getting in the ring for the first time. Commander Aziz will have his first official match next week with Apollo. So I look forward to that. Should be interesting to see what the big man has learned and if he even actually does anything wrestling related or if he just comes around and just drops Nigerian nails on everybody. So we'll see. But I have some hopes for it. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Either that or maybe he'll get the uh, the Omas treatment where he just comes in and just wrecks face. So we'll see. Up next, we had a rematch alert. Uh, first of a couple, uh, Carmella taking on Liv Morgan, um, trying to see if maybe Carmella can continue her role or if Liv will get some measure of revenge for last week's match. And lo and behold, Liv Morgan gets the dub. I love her finisher. I think they called the, uh, what did record go call it? The Oblivion, which obviously fits perfectly. Ladies are tied now 1-1, so obviously we know we need that rubber match. Now, I I did see a lot online. People were just complaining about this. This thing called 50-50 booking is when two people are in a, you know, beginnings of a feud, and they trade wins back and forth. Well, last time I checked, that's kind of how a feud grew. You have competitors that are closely matched with one another. You trade wins back and forth, and then you have a big blowout at a assumingly a pay-per-view, and that proves who the better person is. That's at least how I saw feuds grow. Maybe people just like to bitch and complain about everything on the internet when it comes to wrestling. I've I've, I've been a fan for 30-plus years, so I've seen my fair share of it, but I don't know. That, to me, just seems a little unfair to just bitch and complain about it. We need good feuds that are not rotating around a title. So if Liv and Carmella are going to give us a best of three, a best of five, even if it's unofficial, I'm all for it. Gets A, gets them TV time. B, we get to see how much they've improved outside of uh, the ring. And C, um, it's nice to see some fresh faces. Yes, I know some people are still upset about what happened with Ruby. I am one of them. I wish Ruby was never let go, but... It's a business. This is how this works. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. Don't watch anymore. That's obviously the plain and simple explanation for everything. There are other products out there that you can devote your time to if you're going to sit there and complain about everything. Listen, life is short. Why? Why bitch about every single thing you can possibly do? 
or possibly watch. If you don't like it, change the channel. It's that simple. It really, truly is. I'm just going to get off my soapbox now because I can make a whole podcast just complaining about people complaining. (laughs) So, Liv gets the win. Tied 1-1. I want a rubber match. I'm assuming we'll probably get one either next week or the week after. Maybe it'll come around, come hell in the cell. I'd be okay with that. Let's keep going. After that, we had probably one of my favorite segments of the whole show. They brought back Ding Dong Hello. Bailey's guest, Seth Rollins. The master of drip himself. And I'll tell you, they both, for throughout like most of this interview, I'll say that with quotations, was just the two of them laughing. Now, the only thing that honestly was missing was Sasha Banks's laugh. Her annoying laugh with Bailey's and Seth Rollins's laugh. Christ, that would have been like the, the trifecta of just like the most evil laughs in all of WWE. And it would have been so good. But unfortunately, the interview didn't end as well as I think Seth wanted. Uh, while they were in the middle of their laughter, there was another ring at the doorbell. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Seth, being the gentleman that he is, decided he wanted to open the door for Bailey and you know see who this this uh, you know unexpected guest was. And unfortunately, when he did so, it was the returning Cesaro, and Cesaro not only literally beat the pants off of Seth Rollins. <laughs> Destroyed the whole Ding Dong Hello set, which then prompted Bianca Belair to come out and just start laughing on the mic at Bailey. Honestly, I understand that a lot of people probably thought this segment was corny as hell. I loved the shit out of it. I thought it was outstanding. I would like to, I would probably go back and rewatch it just. Just for the laughs alone, um, it, it, I love <laughs> I love it when two heels just get together and make some magic. And even something as simple as just that annoying laughter from the both of them just it, it hit all those right buttons. It was just it was a great job. Um, after that, they had an interview in the back with Rey Mysterio, who basically said that he's going to call Roman Reigns out for what he did to Dominic the week prior. And, uh, yeah, so uh, Tribal Chiefs got himself another person coming for him. We'll see how that ends up working out. We then had a singles match, which was supposed to be a tag match. Not really sure why they changed it last minute, but they did. It ended up being Montez Ford taking on Chad Gable, and they gave these men some time to wrestle. And boy, oh boy, I'm so glad that they did. Um, the both of them, especially Chad, and you know, and not, not not just Chad, Montez as well. They need to be on television every single week. The athleticism between both these men is just jaw dropping. That's the best the best term I can come up with right now. 
It's just so fantastic. It was just one time where Montez leaped over the top rope and Gable caught him, turned it into a suplex for a pin. Got a two count, but dear Lord, like, what? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that happen before. If I have, it's been a long time. But it, it just shows how fantastic these two are in the ring. And while, yes, the match did end in a DQ, because beforehand, Otis finally shows up, attacks Dawkins in the back to lay him out, and then hits the ring right as soon as Montez Ford hits that uh, frog splash on Chad, causes the DQ, and then Otis proceeds to destroy Montez Ford as well. Dawkins tries to make his way from the back and just... Otis just dispatches him as well. The thing that went unnoticed until I finally noticed it was Otis completely shaved his beard. And um, <laughs> I have thoughts, but I don't really want to share them at the moment. Um, I'm not sure why they had him shave. I'm pretty sure that wasn't his his idea, <laughs> um, but I mean, whatever. Uh, uh, it wasn't even a clean shave because he looked like he had like a five o'clock shadow already. So, and it, actually, maybe a day or two's growth, but I don't know. But it, it just looked different. Um, it took me off guard. Uh, truly, I'm not a hundred percent sure what I think about it yet, but we'll see. We'll see going forward. After that, we had our second rematch of the night, the ongoing feud between Shinsuke Nakamura and Baron Corbin for that King of the Ring crown that I'm telling you needs to just be another tournament between everybody, but we'll see. Um, Shinsuke quickly gets the victory here, kind of trading off what happened last week. Uh, Corbin, though, was able to cut off Boogs at the pass to try to get this crown back, but Nakamura once again takes it away. We then had a moment in the back with Corbin, Adam Pierce, and Sonya Deville, and it looks like there's going to be a match for the actual crown itself between Nakamura and Baron Corbin. So it looks like we finally have an end in sight for this, for this feud. Um... And we'll see what happens. Personally, I hope Corbin wins. And then maybe they'll rotate this into an actual, I don't know, tournament. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> After that, um, at some point, Jimmy and Jay had the conversation in the back as well. And Roman wanted to talk with Jimmy. But Jimmy, cho Jimmy told Jay... If Roman wants to come see me, he can meet us in our locker room. So naturally, Jay goes, tells Roman what Jay, what Jimmy had said. And Roman then says, all right, fine. He gets all puffed up, and he's like, fine, let's go talk to Jimmy in, in your locker room, being all smug and shit. <laughs> so they get to the, the Usos locker room. That's all decorated with the Uso stuff. You know, DeAndre the Giant Battle Royal trophies there, the whole shebang. And Jay's just, he's had enough of Roman and just pretty much lays it into him. And Jay, and Jay finally just snaps. He's like, I'm done. He's like, I'm sick and tired of this. I'm tired of you pointing at Jimmy. He's tired of you pointing at Roman. He's like, 
F it, I'm done. I'm out. Bye. And he just exits stage left. <laughs> Man's gone. So then Jimmy's like, what the hell? You know, this is what you did. I'm sick and tired of this. You want to throw hands? Let's go. I'm ready to fight. And Roman then quickly turns this around because he's the mastermind of doing this. Blames, you know, Jimmy. But like, you know, this is your brother. You know, go go, go get him. Why, why are you letting them leave? Walk out again like you always do since we've been kids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like, God. Roman's so good at manipulating people. <laughs> God. It's weird. Nah. But after that, we get to our main segment of the evening. Uh, Rey Mysterio in the ring calling out Roman. Gets out there, and the first thing Ray does is acknowledge Roman. And I was taken aback a little bit. I was like, oh, shit, all right. I didn't expect that to happen. Um, but then, of course, Ray, being clever as Ray is, you know, acknowledges Roman for, you know, being a piece of shit and <laughs> for, you know, putting his hands on Dominic and how he's going to get revenge for that. And then Ray just kind of goes completely full tilt and says that he wants Roman Reigns inside Hell in a Cell at Hell in a Cell. And I'm just like, boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> um, okay. And then the man pulls out some magic out of nowhere and, and procures a kendo stick and beats the ever-living snot out of Roman. Roman, though, eventually able to fight him off. And then all of a sudden, Dominic appears out of nowhere with his own kendo stick. Same thing, starts beating up on Roman. And then Roman once again gets the upper hand. And I'm telling you, this man literally yeeted. And I will say it, yeet. I don't say it that often. But he threw this man over the top rope. No crash pad, no nothing. And just out of the ring. Like powerbombed him. Gone. See you later. <clears throat> if I had a can, I'd crack that open for that crack open potion of the night my god just 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 gone I, <laughs> um obviously the raid destroyed going out to the raid uh, out of the ring to ch check on his son and roman lays him out one more time and it's just my god what an ending to the show you know obviously you look at hell in a cell and i'm assuming that the match with roman and ray is going to be you know official because why not it should be uh, that match is going to be insane. Rey Mysterio is going to look like a million dollars like he always does. But this match, I believe, <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind that Roman's going to retain. But it's going to be a real good match. And I'm looking, I am looking forward to, to watching it. Even though Roman's matches, you know Roman's going to come out on top. He's not dropping this title anytime soon. But every match that he's in is a banger, without a doubt. So I expect this one to be no different. I expect it to be just as brutal as most Hell in a Cell matches are. But yeah, that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. Solid show. Give it an 88, almost an A. Really, really good. And guys, if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter, media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube as Bedlam Media. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty G Stream. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If we're not on a podcast on a platform that you guys use, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop shopping for your podcasting downloads and add a little Bedlam to your day. 
Guys, once again, thank you so much for listening. Truly appreciate you. We are climbing those download charts, and I would love to continue going in an upward trajectory. Please keep hitting that download button. Like, subscribe, all that. Leave a leave a review. Let us know what you guys like, what you don't like, what you want us to continue to do. Give us your suggestions. We'd love to hear it. Guys, again, thank you. Have a wonderful weekend. It's going to be a great weekend of wrestling. Remember, impacts against all odds Saturday, Sunday, NXT TakeOver in your house. Whew, it's going to be a good time. Guys, have a wonderful time, wonderful weekend, wonderful week next week, wonderful month. Most importantly, though, do not forget to join the Bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.